three, two, one. Okay, so I know exactly why you're here. You want to live a fuller life. Punch imposter syndrome smack in the face. Walk completely into your calling so you can do what you love with the people you love to do it with. That's exactly why I created the Shalana Fultz Talk Show, to share stories with you from successful entrepreneurs who are where you want to be. Everyone has a story, and I'm the storyteller, sharing powerful and motivating stories of success. With 10 years of wedding and event planning under my belt, I am now operating in my zone of genius as a host and MC. I am also the founder of HBCU Legacy Fashion, where I specialize in trendy HBCU kids clothes that extends the legacy of your HBCU. Now that we're acquainted, let's get into the show. Whether or not you realize it, you have a lot of work to do and to undo with your mind. You know, there are so many limiting beliefs that we have, and we may not even know that it's a limiting belief. You know, I didn't realize that a lot of the things that I thought were just logical were my limiting beliefs. Having a a lack mindset, saying, oh, well, I can't afford this, I don't have that. That was just a limiting belief. Well, today I'm talking to my mindset coach, Martine Thomason, and we're talking about how to identify those limited beliefs, how to tackle them, and how to change all of that mind crap and turn it into something positive. So help me welcome to the show, Martine Thomason. Martine, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I'm so honored to be on. It's such a pleasure talking to you and I love everything you're about. So I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to share the one and only Martine Thomason who gave me mindset coaching. I want to share you with everyone else because um, you really (laughs) opened my eyes to a lot of things that I did not realize I had limiting beliefs around. So we'll get into how to identify when we have those limiting beliefs. But first, I always ask everyone, what did you want to be when you were eight years old? Oh, wow. Um, I can't even recall what I wanted to be when I was eight years old, but I did want to become an entrepreneur when I was 14 years old. So everything, ever since that, I've been like, I, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Like, I'm going to start my own company um, because I just thought every like, normal business job just sounded so boring (laughs) okay so then you you've always wanted to be an entrepreneur pretty much then I I like asking that question because I like to see how um how my guest has ended up where they are you know if they switch paths or whatnot but it sounds like you've always wanted to be yeah actually I did I did have something my mom told me recently she was like yeah you wanted to be a farmer and you didn't you didn't want to have no man like you wanted all the animals to yourself (laughs) I was like Right. <laughs> I don't want a man. I want all of this to myself. Yeah, like all the animals and like, ain't no man going to touch these animals. They're <laughs> mine. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. So, but then you ended up working in marketing for a little while for, were you in corporate? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to Australia straight after I finished high school. I went on a plane by myself, like straight out, didn't know anyone and just started there and did a triple major. So I did a Bachelor of Commerce with a triple major in marketing, management and entrepreneurship and innovation. 
and I really got into sort of all of the holistic stuff alongside having a corporate job. So I did work for the Norwegian consulate for a while uh, and I worked like in digital marketing alongside that for like a shipping company and went into uh, this cosmetics company being sort of the head of social marketing for Australia, New Zealand there, and then went back to Norway, did a master's degree in digital marketing and um, worked in an agency for a while, like helping, helping all these entrepreneurs with their marketing strategies and implementing all of the technical stuff like SEO and you name it, like everything, I, I did all of that. Um, but the reason why I did marketing was basically because that was the most creative, fun, interesting, self-expressing thing that I could do within corporate. I was like, I just, it, everything's so dry. So yeah. if I learn marketing, then down the track, when I realize what I want to become an entrepreneur within, then I know how to market it. <laughs> Great. Okay. So then when did you realize that it was coaching that you wanted to do and more specifically mindset coaching for women? Yeah, so I mean, as I said, I've always been really interested in entrepreneurship. So I always knew that I wanted to work with entrepreneurial minded people and specifically women because like, I don't, I don't know, women are more exciting. <laughs> um, and so like, I have this, I, I mean, for the past 15 years, I've been all into self-development, spirituality, uh, trauma work, healing work, and all of that. And <clears throat> All the other sort of holistic stuff as well. I even considered becoming a nutritionist and like a naturopath for a while. Um, realized that science was not for me. So I was like, I'm not going to touch that. I, I, you know, I love the concepts, but I'm not going to do that. Um, and then when I discovered coaching, like, I don't know, like five years ago, first time, I was like, wow, like this wraps everything up. Like this is the umbrella that I've been looking for where I get to really use all of my passions and all of my creative sides and my, um, you know, more uh, sciencey geeky stuff around the human mind and everything, like everything just tied in so nicely. And then I bridged it with entrepreneurship. So yeah, just marrying them all. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So Let's go ahead and get into the topic, like how to recognize and overcome limiting beliefs, because um, as, as an entrepreneur, I have it. I'm sure you have it. I'm sure you deal with lots of people who have it, which is why you work on, you know, mindset training. How does an entrepreneur identify that they have a limiting belief because they may think that they're just being logical or that, you know, that's just the way things are and, um, you know, they may not believe that what's ingrained into them is a limiting belief. They may just feel like that's just the way it is. Yeah. So uh, first of all, like everyone has limiting beliefs, even the rich and famous, you know, they've just become better at managing it. And that's one of the reasons why many of them hire coaches because like they get better and better at uh, managing their own mind by having someone reflecting back to them, their subconscious beliefs and patterns and stuff. But one of the things that I have people do sometimes is to write out a list of all their biggest dreams, like just pour it out. Like just imagine if you had a, um, a magical wand and you could just like tap it and you got it all. So just so that your brain doesn't go like, well, that's not logical, just pour it out there. And then on the other piece of paper, you start writing down all the reasons why you don't think you can have it or, or get to that goal. Those are your limiting beliefs and there's your work. 
So that's a very practical way to sort of find your most pressing limiting beliefs. But then we also have layers and layers and layers um, that becomes more and more um, apparent as we dig into it. But also what we have to remember, like we might think that it's a never ending story, but what we have to remember is that it gets better and then it gets better and better and better. So like, it's almost like um, washing windows and then like the more you wash it, the more light shines through. Um, so doing the work will always help you, you know, improve your life. I like that. So starting off with a list of all of the things that you really, really want to do that you may believe is crazy. <laughs> like how could I be able to do that? And then you write down why you think you can't do those things. And so yeah. once you get to that point, I mean, what are they doing? Just scratching that out <laughs> or just saying <laughs> the opposite. I like to say the opposite. Well, yeah, like there's, there's a lot of um, ways to go about it, but one thing that isn't working is just regurgitating affirmations that we don't believe. Like we have to feel something in our body. If we just say, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. It's like one part of us is going to be like, well, that's a lie. And then you create more resistance within yourself. And so what we need to do is to ask ourselves, well, first of all, awareness is so important. Like if we um, ask ourselves like this specific thought, like go one by one, don't try to do all in one go because that's not effective. But for example, say for example, that I have a belief and I used to struggle with this um, when I was younger, like I thought I was worthless, period. Like I thought I had no value. And if I disappeared from the top of the earth, nobody would care. Like it would literally be no one like, oh, well, shit happens sort of thing. Yeah. And so what happens is that our thoughts are self-fulfilling prophecies. And, and so what I did was like having that mindset, you know, I didn't state my ideas. I didn't come with suggestions for what to do, like in a, in a, you know, circle of friends, like I would always put myself as the passenger in my own life, like putting everyone else's needs, wants and desires above my own. And so in that, it became a self-fulfilling prophecy because I didn't make an impact on anyone's life. Like I didn't make a change. So if I was taken out of that context, literally nothing would change because like I didn't put my colors on the canvas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so really remembering that every thought is self-fulfilling. And when we really take the time to look at the implications of having that thought will do in our lives, we become like, well, I don't want to live like that. And then that creates such a drive within you to change it. And so when you want to change it, then um, we can substitute it with more intentional thoughts. So for example, we, one of the most, um, most powerful ways to do that is to ask ourselves, how is it already true? And what that does is it does to uh, our prefrontal cortex starts working um, and not our sort of deeper conditioning. So if I ask myself uh, or like an entrepreneur, like, how is it already true that I can become a millionaire one day? Then you can go like, well, it's already true that I can become one uh, because I have a great network. I have um, started a business before. I have education. Um, I have 
you know, the know-how, I have uh, help and support, like I can ask for help. And so when we start creating evidence and noticing evidence, that's when we start changing our mindset and we start believing that it's true because we are not longer stuck in the automatic mindset because we were like, well, stuff that. <laughs> and then we're ready to move into a more intentional model. And we ask how it's already true. And then it starts telling our brain like it is true. It is true from all of these pointers. So that's sort of the main gist of changing your mindset. <laughs> well, yeah, so um, identifying those, um, those things that are already true yeah. is a big thing to do in order to like yeah I like that okay that sounds good now you're also um into holistic marketing which is uh, is that a, a pretty new concept yeah so it's like it's not actually a thing yet I'm, I'm developing it <laughs> it's actually oh, you're developing it yeah because like I said before like I I've been really interested in the holistic sort of um healthy living healthy mindset uh trauma work and all of that for such a long time and what I've realized working with my clients, like a lot of people or most of the people are like, I know what to do with my marketing. I know that I uh, should be posting on Instagram. I should be doing reels or I should be, you know, like connecting with people. But despite knowing all of that, we don't like, so why? And the reason is, you know, we're afraid of, um, not having anything to say we are afraid of being judged we're afraid that it's not good enough and it's it's really triggering the fight uh fight fight i can't even say it fight flight freeze response that we have in our neuro uh, pathways or, or in our nervous system so you know like if a tiger came at us we would either fight try to fight it we would either or run yeah. or we would freeze and the freezing thing is what happens for most people when it comes to social media and marketing, because when we have something that we build our business around, generally we could talk all day, all night about the concept, like, you know, like you could talk the head off someone around your topic. But when it comes to sharing on social media, it has to be perfect. It has to be this. It has to be that. So you're going to freeze and then you don't post. And it's like, it's not that you don't have the wisdom. It's not that you don't have the, have the know-how. You just go into a freeze response. And I'm really going into um, how we can get around that from, you know, like there's so many people having trauma or um, really, you know, things that scare them. Like they're scared of putting themselves out there because like when they were children, like this bad thing happened when they spoke up or whatever. So, so that's what I'm really bridging. And I'm actually, um, I'm actually in the process of, of writing a book about it and um, eventually also creating a course around it. So um, yeah, it's quite interesting. That's going to be so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it sounds like when it comes to that, okay, so with the holistic marketing and when you get to the point where you feel like you're freezing, you may have to do some internal work and go back to your childhood. We, we did that. Like you did yeah. childhood and we did that. And so um, how would one do that? I mean, is that something that they would, could just do on their own or did, should they have someone practice with them or... I mean, like there's, there's a lot of ways to do it. And um, 
I think everyone's different and some things might work for some people and not for others. And, but one of the things, like I'm also a certified um, breath, like a breath work practitioner. So like certain breathing methods that comes our neuro, um, neuroscience, <laughs> sorry, that is um, tapping into our nervous system and specifically the vagus nerve and the parasympathetic nervous system. So the parasympathetic nervous system is, you know, the, the calm sort of thing. Whereas when we're tapping into the um, sympathetic nervous system, that's when we are more alert and, and we need both, you know, but generally we get into distress rather than eustress. Eustress is, you know, like um, you're, you're doing a lot of things like a great workout could be eustress or, um, you know, you're working a full day and you're really passionate about it. That's eustress. But if you're stressed out, like always behind, you have like screaming children or, or like you feel like things are weighing on you and you don't feel like there's any result, then that's de-stress. And um, so, so those are also some things that can, can go into that whole thing, like learning how to lean into the eustress. Um, there's also ways to talk to yourself, like, okay, so I know that I am going to be stressed out when I'm going on this live and that's okay. And you can even say it, like own it, you know, like, hi guys, um, you know, we're uh, talking about this today and I just want to let you know that my pulse is pretty high now, so bear with me. And then you like, you connect with them on a really deep level. So really owning it and allowing yourself compassionately to, to have that also um, lets other people feel like they're connected to you. Um, what else? Um, yeah, there's, there's so many ways to, to go about this that can help people with it. Yeah, I, I have a friend who I follow her on Instagram and we went to college together and she she lives in like the D.C. Maryland area. And they have really good food in that area. And so she's always posting like the food when she goes out and stuff on her stories. But she doesn't have anything on her Instagram account, like her page. But I'm like, hey, you, need, you should start a food blog for like D.C. She's like, oh, my gosh, I want to. I've been wanting to do it for like five years. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> but she's like, I don't think anyone's going to want to see it. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah and that's what breaks my heart and that's why I feel like this work is so important because there's so many talented people out there and specifically women like I have a, a friend that she's a clinical psychologist and she just said one day she's like I know the problem to the world I know what's wrong women don't have enough confidence and men are hopeless and so she was just like she thought she just solved no sorry not hopeless they're useless so oh. women don't have confidence and men are useless that's the problem in the world <laughs> um and I just thought that that was pretty hilarious but it's also true like we women just seem to diminish ourselves like it seems like we're more prone to not daring to speak our minds like we're supposed to just be like that's uh, agreeable and you know like it's it's just this whole different way of being raised and mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be that way like we can stay in our power and we can share like we can follow our dreams and we can do the things and it's also like it starts with our mind like if she can change her mind to thinking that I love sharing this and whoever wants to follow me follows me and I'm just going to have fun with it, then maybe that's a bridging thought because I have something that I call a, a belief bridge as well, where you have like, 
and, and that's sort of the same that I was talking about before, like going from a limiting belief to a um, intentional belief where you like, um, you ask yourself why it's already true. So she could ask herself like, why is it already true that I can follow my dream? You know, like I have all these different recipes. I have all these amazing pictures already on Instagram. Like I have all of this rigged. And then she can start practicing like, well, I have friends that enjoy my content. Maybe someone else will like that don't know me would enjoy it. And then like starting to take the steps and bridging into like, hey, I create pretty cool stuff with my food. Like whoever wants in can come in. They're welcome. Yeah, I'm like, are you kidding me? You can get all these partnerships and get all the free food yeah. and all the sponsorships and everything you want because she's also humorous. So it's like the way wow. she presents it sometimes is like funny if she if she's like it's not good she'll make it you know joke out of it or like so I'm like it could be something huge so she's gonna listen to this episode because I actually told her I was like I'm gonna have my mindset coach on to have (laughs) an episode she's like yeah so (laughs) you you know who you are don't want to say the names (laughs) well send her my way I'll give her a free coaching session and we'll see how we go oh yeah I'll let her know that Yeah. Okay. So that's awesome. I love all of that. Now you also have a podcast, the Conscious Women's Women Entrepreneurs Podcast. So um, I was just posted one today. I was listening to a bit of it when I was driving back home. (laughs) But yeah, do you want to share more about your podcast? Yeah. So um, it's sort of piggybacks of what we've already been talking about. So it's like the the entrepreneurship and it's also bridging into sort of the mindfulness and that sort of stuff and I'm interviewing women that have done really well in their careers and starting a more um, holistic conscious spiritual sort of um, business and how they've done it so how they've both used um, business and sort of mindful spiritual practices to get where they are today Um, because I just find that that's so interesting because we we have this thing where I feel like in entrepreneurial circles, it's like this real hustle, hustle, hustle. And it's like hard work will get you the win. But it's like, I love to introduce the opposite as well. Like women that have actually managed to build things alongside, you know, having their family or, or having another job or, um, you know, using these practices to, to do that in a more grounded and and calm way. So that's one part of it. And the other part is me, you know, giving tips on how you can uh, grow your own business and um, the mindset tweaks that you can do around it. So that's that. And over the summer, I'll do a little bit of a rebranding as well, because I really want to narrow in on the holistic marketing, because I really feel like in order to run a business like marketing and sales is like what's going to get you there and um so yeah some really cool and interesting things coming up in the conscious women entrepreneurs podcasts yes i love that podcast so um finally i would love for you to leave us with your favorite quote or your mantra or whatever you live by like just pour that out yeah so i have so many like (laughs) hard to to um pick one but one that has been with me for so many years is actually one from henry ford and it's whether you think you can or you think you cannot you're right 
and it just really wraps up everything that you know like this mindset stuff has done for myself and that I'm seeing that it does for my clients um, so it all starts with our thoughts and the good thing is that we have all the power to change them so we can definitely reach our goals if we just chip away and have you know micro transformations along the way i'm actually going to create an episode on that micro transformations because we're all like i just want to take this one magical pill and i want to be like successful but we fail to recognize or we we dismiss all the small wins that we've had which are stepping stones to the bigger ones so Yeah, yeah i know that's something you would have me do it's right like what were my wins for the week and not even realizing like oh i <laughs> i did have some wins like you don't realize yeah. it until you start to actually put it out there exactly and and that another thing with women like we are so on to the next thing because like we we need to like have all these things sorted out mm-hmm. and so we like we're always on to the next thing without like giving ourselves credit for what we've done or celebrating what we've done. And I remember like when I was sending you a summary of all that, of the things that we've done together, like, oh, wow, like yeah. I've done a lot. I was <laughs> like, like, I do yes, have. <laughs> I yeah, <can't> <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, those are the little things week by week. If we get back into alignment and, you know, having those micro transformations and baby steps in the right direction, like eventually we will get there. The only thing that will make us fail is to give up. So don't give up. (laughs) Yeah. I know I have on my board over here. I will win if I don't give in. So (laughs) boom, right on. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Well, Martine, this was such a great conversation and I know it's going to help someone who's having those limiting beliefs. And I hope that they will reach out to you um, because you, you said you will offer a free session for a free session. So that would be awesome. Like for someone who, you know, is in entrepreneurship and they just need some help. Uh, How can they reach you? So if they want to get in touch with me, the best way is actually just to send me a direct message on Instagram because that's where I hang out the most. And they can check me out on my website, which is martinathomason.com. My Instagram handle is martinathomasoncoaching. So um, yeah, like please do like screenshot this episode and tag me and Shalena and let us know like your best takeaway or whatever. Like we just I know, I know Shalena also is a really social, like loving person. So we would love to hear from you. Yeah. I'm going to leave all that information in the show notes, but thank you again so much for coming. Thank you. It was great seeing you again and love being on your podcast. Yay. (laughs) Yes. You got through the entire episode. That means you were dedicated to elevating your business and life. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review. Now, it's time to go apply what you've learned. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at Shalena Fultz. Tell me your favorite takeaway. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to chat with you again.